0: Hello, oh, friends. Welcome to Village Idays for Christ, with nuts for Jesus and just plain nuts. We're in Hebrews chapter 13. It's the concluding chapter. I don't know whether we'll finish it tonight or not. We're going to go through and see what's in there, and uh, it goes for a little while. It's about uh, 25 verses. So we'll see how far we get. this is just a, a clue, just a, closing out Hebrews after this, we're going to Proverbs and when we finish John, we're going to first and Second Corinthians so um, So let's just jump right on in and see where we end up today. Hope you had it. this is Labor Day. I'll, so I'll be putting this out today if I can get it to go through. So I uh, hope you had a wonderful Labor Day. I did working. <laughs> I was laboring on Labor Day. There you go. Amen. <laughs> this is concluding exhortations. Uh, chapter 13 hebrews keep on loving each other as brothers do not forget to entertain strangers for by doing so some people entertain angels without knowing it remember those in prison as you were their fellow prisoners and those who are mistreated if you yourselves are suffering <laughs> paul just paul just scattershot and this is awesome is it keep on loving each other's brothers enough said that's pretty simple do not now this is a cool verse verse two now it's just where Paul got this from, the Holy Spirit. This must have been the Holy Spirit to Paul. But do not forget to entertain strangers. For by doing so, some people entertain angels without knowing it. So we know sometimes a- angels can take on a human form. Isn't that pretty cool? That's just pretty amazing if you think about it. Uh, remember those. In pre- so you know that should make you treat people better. You know what I mean? Do not forget to entertain strangers, man. You know you just might get the privilege of actually having. And when you get up to heaven, you meet the dude that you entertained. Isn't that pretty cool? Man, that steak was good, man. <laughs> that was good. I like human steak. It was good. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it there, Angel Bob. <laughs> Amen. Uh, this is good, too. Verse 3. Remember those in prison, if you were their fellow prisoners. Those who are mistreated, if you yourself are suffering, man. Sympathy and empathy. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, you can see it on YouTube for free. Tortured for Christ, the Richard Warrenbrand story. It'll blow your mind. I mean... This is just sorrowful, you know. But again, remember those who, if you were you were their fellow prisoners, man, we should have empathy and sympathy and be praying for these people that are in prison all around the world. Christians are still suffering and greatly and all the way through the end of time through the tribulation be great great suffering in the in christian and in, uh, the christian into the two christians so again have sympathy and empathy for those people because you know tomorrow we could wake up tomorrow in a different country we just don't know um marriage verse four marriage should be honored by all in the marriage bed kept pure for god will judge the adulterer and all all the sexually immoral man and well, that's again the marriage bed should be honored by all. The, the, the marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure. And that's for for not for Christians and non-Christians. The marriage bed to God is pure. It should be kept so and be honored by all. God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral man. A lot of sexual morality in this hour. People have no idea what the cost before God's going to be on that. Great shame and sorrow on that day. If you have to give an account of that, especially if you don't know the Lord. So just, you know... <laughs> Living together is real popular. It's just not God's way. So a lot of people don't even get married anymore. It's just not God's way. Um, and sl- Sleeping around before marriage is still fornication. It always will be. I don't care if it's in church or out of church, it's fornication. No, I'm, I'm not beating up anybody, not condemning anybody. It just is what it is. Uh, verse 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you had. What you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Keep your lives free from the... I mean, the whole world is chasing money. Man, we don't have to fall in love with this gift, this this system. So we don't have to carry, we don't have to barter. We don't have to take our stuff everywhere. We can put stuff in our, some some bills or change in our pocket or a debit card or whatever. It keeps us from having to barter. You imagine you have to carry all your goods around to barter everywhere you went. You couldn't pay cash or something. It's a good system. But people fall in love with the system of money. And it's sorrowful. They end up idolizing money. It was a God-given system yeah i think that's probably why god created gold and silver part of that for the exchange that you have something to exchange with others for goods and services man what a great system it is but people just fall in love and start worshiping the system instead of the god who created the system and be content with what you have man contentment it's one of my four favorite things joy unspeakable, speak will full of glory peace is surpassed understanding and knowledge as paul said contentment in, ev- in any and every situation and um And resting at Jesus' feet, my four favorite things: joy, peace, contentment, and rest. Man, are you content? Are you satisfied with your life? Not that you, you know, you don't want to do better. I don't mean that, but where you're at right now, are you content? It's a good question because there are so many discontented people that just are envious of their neighbor's stuff, or envious of their neighbor's house, or envious of their neighbor's wife, or envious of their neighbor's whatever. They want. They're just always grasping and clinging onto stuff they don't have. Are you satisfied with your life? Are you content? Do you have peace in your heart about who you are and what you are, what you have, and what your life's about? I am. I hope you are as well. It's a great gift from God, contentment. And um, uh, to, because God has said, and why do we even need to worry about money? Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you, God has said. He means those words. And, and so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I'm not being freed. What can man do to me? You know, all man can do to me is kill me. And Jesus said, don't be afraid of the one who can take, you can know, can who can kill the body and then do nothing. Be afraid of the one who can throw body and soul into hell. I don't have to fear any man. I don't have to fear hunger. I don't have to fear any of these things. Because the Lord is my helper, and he's going to be with me. Man, what can man do to me? All man can do to me is kill me. If he kills me, he, it's kind of like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Remember Star Wars? If you kill me, I become more strong. The original Star Wars movie, Darth Vader takes out Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Obi Wan Kenobi says, "If you take me, I take me out. I become immeasurably stronger, man. If the world takes us out, we're in the presence of the Lord, and we're perfected forever. We don't have to have any fear at all. Amen. That's good. So I will say with confidence, I have confidence. Do you have confidence? Amen. That the Lord's with you; He's your helper. Isn't that cool? <laughs> the Lord is my helper. Isn't that? You see how humble God is. You know, he's our king. He's our God. He's our everything, and he's also our helper. And that need, you have need—if you have need of anything—he's your helper. He's the guy who wants to help you. The God who created you is the God who wants to take care of you and love you and 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 show you wonderful, great things, and, and take care of you in your time of need. He's your helper, like the husband-wife. The wife is the helpmate or the helper of the husband. God is the helper of us all. He's so humble. I love how like Jesus resurrected from the dead in the gospel of John, end. he's cooking breakfast for the boys on the beach. I love that picture. He's a resurrected son of God. He's king of kings and Lord of lords. He's back on the earth with the boys. He's making them breakfast at the end of the gospel, John, after he's resurrected from the dead. Now, that's a humble savior right there. He's the king of kings and Lord of lords cooking breakfast. And (laughs) that's amazing. What a good helper is he's such a good helper amazing remember your leaders who spoke the word of god to you consider the outcome uh, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. These are, he's got a, this, its very. this is very interesting. A bunch of random, I mean, I know the Holy Spirit led him in this, but he's just covering. It's like he's tying up all the loose ends here. Every thought is different. I love this. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Man, do you pray for your pastor? Do you pray for your leaders? Them cats put it all on, and the, and the teacher's going to be judged more harshly than most of us because they're putting the word of God out there. And God's going to hold responsible if they taught it right or not. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Man, is your is your is the leader of your church the leader of whatever in Christ? Is he worthy of imitation? If he is, imitate him. Amen. They're putting an example of Christ out there for you, and then it says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. Of course, he is. Amen. And amen. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Man, is the world full of strange teachings? Billions of people are following strange teachings all over the world. I'm not even going to list them. You all know what they are. It's bizarre, the world we live in. And the world is carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Stuff that either violates the Word of God or doesn't line up with the Word of God. Man, if if you're following a teaching that either violates the Word of God or isn't backed up by the Word of God... You need to question it. You need to wonder, okay, is this any of this that I'm believing? Can I verify this? Is it against the word? Does it speak directly against something God has put in here? If it is, run away from it. No matter how good you feel inside, your heart gets all happy and all this because you're doing this thing. If it's something that's not verified or, or it's against the word of God. You shouldn't be doing it. Amen. It is good for it is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by ceremonial food, which are of no value to those who eat them. Wow. Listen to this thought. Listen, I, see. I'm, this is just blowing me away. This is. I love what Paul's doing here. It's like the Holy Spirit just, okay, put that thought, put this thought. Holy Spirit just giving him a bunch of because the Holy Spirit let all these things are written by the Holy Spirit through men. The so Holy Spirit's just tying up all the loose ends for the Hebrews. He must have known what they needed. So he's tying up all the loose ends. Watch this. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace and not by ceremonial food, which of no value to those who eat them. Man, isn't that awesome? It is it is good for your heart, our hearts to be strengthened by grace. That's God's power, that's his ability. At the end of all these these different books in the, in the New Testament, it always says grace and peace to you. The first thing he says grace and peace it's God grace it's God grace that lead, God's grace that leads us into everything. Is't that awesome? So isn't it cool? It is good for, man this one's just I love this one. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. Let the grace of God strengthen you. And not by ceremonial foods, which are of no value those. That's why people would eat, you know, they'd sacrifice food to idols and stuff. They thought they were going to gain some kind of spirit. They, they were trying to please the idols made of stone wood and, and, and all of that stuff. And they thought they were pleasing the idols, so they'd give them, you know, they give them ceremonial food. And then they'd eat some of the food, and they thought they were, oh, yeah, I'm worshiping, worshiping this God over here. I'm, gonna, I'm eating some of that food, too. And I'm going to get strong. So, shoo, crazy, 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 crazy. Man. So be strengthened by grace, not by some kind of foolish thing. Amen. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacles have no right to eat. We have an altar that is the altar of God. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The altar of God through the Holy Spirit inside of us. We have an altar from which from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right. The people that were ministering at the tabernacle were the Pharisees and stuff like that who didn't know Christ. The altar we have in Christ they have no right to because they're not in christ man the blessings you have being in christ are manifold <sighs> all those pharisees and scribes who challenged jesus they couldn't eat at the same altar you and i just joe schmo joe yeah i'm just joe truck driver you're you're Susie, housekeeper you're you know cindy working an office person mark truck driver i mean jack truck driver when we have an altar that all of those religious people who didn't know Jesus and who don't know Jesus can't eat at. If, the, if, if you're religious, you've been in church your whole life, and you don't know Christ, you can't eat from the same altar of the spirit we eat at. It's a privilege in Christ to be able to eat from that altar that he sets up in our heart. Mm, so good. The high priest carries the blood, continue on. The high priest carries the blood of animals in the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing this grace he bore. For here here we do not have an enduring city, uh, but we are looking to the city that is to come. Wow let me just break that down because it keeps going we're almost done here we're, we're, we're going to finish today we're only 13 minutes in the high priest carries the blood of animals in the most holy place of sin offering but the bodies are burned outside the camp that's what they did they burned the bodies outside the camp but they, they took the blood of the bulls and the goats and the, the sheep and all the different blood and they took it in the holy holy to make atonement for the people and so jesus also suffered outside the city to, to a city gate to make the people holy through his own blood there's a separation i don't understand it fully let me see 11 and 12 let's see he's got some see 11 and 12 here of course it doesn't have any explanation ah but they they took the, the blood was the life Okay, let's, I think this is the right way of looking at they 'd take the blood, which was the life God said the blood is life that 's why they couldn 't eat blood because they 'd be eating the life of the animal, so they would take that life and they 'd exchange it they 'd go into the holy of holies, and that innocent blood, that life, they would exchange. For the sin of the people, which is exactly what Jesus did. He took his innocent blood because he was born of a virgin. No sin nature. But for some reason, though, the thing that carried the blood, the carcass of the animal and Jesus's body, the blood. It's like once the blood came out of the body of Christ and once it came out of those animals, then all that was was a husk that was left behind. And it had to be separated from that holy blood. That's an interesting way of looking at that, because this is what seems to there's a separation going on here. Let's read it again. The high priest carries the blood of the animals in the most holy place as sin offerings, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate, which Golgotha was outside the city. Up the Golgotha hill was outside of Jerusalem to make the holy to make the people holy through His own blood. Wow. Let us let us then go to Him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace He bore. Wow, we're supposed to share in his disgrace. We're supposed to empathize and sympathize with this one who died for us in the disgrace he bore for us. For here, for here, right now on earth, we do not have an enduring city. We don't. We're strangers and aliens, the Bible says. But we are looking for the city that is to come. We are the new Jerusalem coming after the millennial reign of Christ. The city that's 1,500 miles squared. I've told you about it. It's a beautiful thing. And let's continue on here through um through jesus let's see let me let me finish this thought it jumps right in the for we do not have an enduring city but we are looking for the city that is to come through jesus therefore let us continually offer to god a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that confess his name and do not forget to do good and share with others for such sacrifices god is pleased Man, through Jesus, listen to this, verse fifteen and sixteen. Through Jesus, therefore, let us offer, offer to God, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. The fruit of lips that confess His name. As we confess the name of Jesus, as we speak about Jesus, we're offering a continual, uh, we're offering continually a sacrifice of praise to God. That's why Malachi 3.16, those who spoke about his name, those who spoke about the Lord, God heard and remembered. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence. Man, the name of Jesus is, is not just a power name, but it's the name of praise before God. When we say the name of Jesus, that's what this says. Listen to this. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continue to offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Man, the sacrifice, it's not just the only sacrifice of praise, but as you confess Jesus, you talk about Jesus, you speak about him and you speak his name, you're offering a continual sacrifice of praise to God. Isn't that awesome? Just the name of Jesus, the confession of his name is a sacrifice of praise to god isn't that beautiful just saying when you say in the name of jesus in integrity not using it as a cuss word you hear people say J J C jc or gd and it's always a cuss word no no no, no not that. of course i don't have to say it to you but that's but but when you speak in his name in love you, that's a sacrifice of praise to god isn't that cool just saying the name of jesus is a sacrifice of praise and he wants us to continue to be sacrificing in this way. Oh, I love that scripture, 15 and 16, or 15. And then, do not forget to do good and share with others, for with such sacrifice, guys, please, be benevolent, be good, kind. My favorite three fruits of the Spirit, and in the, in the fruit of the Spirit list in Galatians 5, goodness, kindness, gentleness, practice, think about this, be good. You can be good kind and gentle to your enemies to your friends to everyone practice goodness kindness and gentleness those are my favorite three you know it's love peace, love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness, gentle self-control but those ones that i consider i consider those the three unsung heroes the other ones are great don't get me wrong it's it's nine fruits of the spirit but the fruit of being good it's just good to people. When you smile at someone, you're being good. When you're being kind, you know, someone drops something, you pick it up off the ground for them. You're being gentle, man. You, you watch the words you speak to people. You're, you're, You're careful with what you say. You're gentle. Man, goodness, kindness, and gentleness. And that is... Uh, and share with others for such sacrifice god is pleased i love that obey your leaders and submit to authority you understand that that's simple they keep watch over you as men who must give an account obey them so that their work will be a joy not a burden for that would be of no advantage to you man our leaders in christ man you should be kind to them you know people always take 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 from those guys pastors the, the congregate most congregations wear the pastors out be good and kind and gentle to your pastor, your leaders. Obey them so their work will be a joy, not a burden. Man, when they when your pastor sees you coming, he shouldn't want to cross the street. I'm sure there's some pastors who go, oh man, Bob, he's gonna want a million things from me. I gotta, sorry, Bob, I don't have time for you today, man. And they keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Man, we have to submit to their authority, man, and make their work a joy. Make their work a joy. Verse eighteen. Pray for us, for we are sh- we are sh- um, we are sure that you that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. Isn't that beautiful? We we are sure that we have a clear conscience and having a clear conscience is important and desire to live honorably in every way man I, I, how about you you want to live honorably in every, I want my life to be honorable isn't that beautiful I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon Paul wanted to come back to the Hebrews he wanted to restore them so he asked them for personal prayer may the God of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus that, that great shepherd of the sheep equip you with everything good uh, for doing his will and that he may uh, and And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom the glory forever and ever. Wow. Let's just real quick. May the God of peace. We're at 20 minutes. I don't want to go past 25. So let's see if we can break this down quickly. May the God of peace, our God's a God of peace. Isn't that beautiful? Through the blood of the eternal covenant. (laughs) The blood of Jesus is an eternal covenant of forgiveness of sin. Brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus. Because God brought back Jesus Christ from the dead, the Lord, the, our Lord Jesus, that great Shepherd of the sheep. He's our Shepherd, isn't that beautiful? And we know His voice, and we don't run from Him. Uh, equip you with everything good for doing His will. If you're doing God's will, God has equipped you to do it. Uh, Isaiah 26. Well, everything we've accomplished, God's done for us. If you're doing, if you're able to do God's will, it's because God has equipped you to do His will. If all the glory goes to God, all of it goes to God, and may He work, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him when you're doing something that's pleasing to God he's working in you it, see you see how effortless this life is if you'll just let God flow through you by the spirit he'll make a way for you he'll he'll empower you to do his will he'll he uh he may work in us what's pleasing to him. when you're pleasing him it's because he's working through you. To please. he's trying to make your life easy he's you know i want your kids to please me but i'm gonna make it easy for you i'm gonna help you please me isn't that cool that's exactly what that says through jesus christ to whom be glory forever and ever. he doesn't want you to forget all of these good things i just read in 20 and 21 are through jesus christ to whom be glory forever and ever it's all about jesus god always the father always refocuses on jesus because it's all about him the one who died for us the one whose blood makes a way for us verse 22 brothers i urge you to bear with uh, with my word of exhortation for i've written you only a, a short letter this is 13 chapters and paul said it was a short letter i don't think so paul that was a pretty long letter boy <laughs> can you imagine you guys reading the scroll on the scroll and they said that this is a short letter oh my gosh i can't imagine a long letter brothers i urge you to bear with my words of exchange for i have written you only a short letter man now philippians and those those are short this is 13 chapters and yet he he considered it paul was long-winded not putting paul down because we put paul wrote a third of the new testament thank you paul uh first 23 i want to i want you to know that our brother timothy has been released if he arrives soon i will come uh with him to see you first 23 uh we have uh, we have no record of Timothy's imprisonment, so we don't even know what Paul, where Timothy was released from. I just went down and checked that out. Verse 24: Greet all your leaders and God's all God's people. Uh, those from Italy send you their greeting. Isn't that cool? Those from Italy send you greeting. Grace be with you all. Wow. Was that a power-packed chapter of all different thoughts? I love the way the Holy Spirit just had Paul all over the place. Again, the Holy Spirit knows everything people in the hebrews church must there must have been people needed to hear all those different thoughts man the holy spirit just leads and guides us into all truth because this is this is like a shotgun blast all the different i'd like to go through here and 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 just write down a list of what the different thoughts are there's probably a dozen or more different thoughts in here why because the holy spirit's trying to minister to everybody isn't that cool man just let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. Ask the Holy Spirit to send you people to minister to, whichever way he wants you to. Just be free. God is doing all the work through Christ in you so you can do his will. It's all through God. It's all through the Holy Spirit. It's all through Jesus. His name, his blood. Just take a deep breath and relax and just walk with him every day And day. He'll lead and guide you into all truth. He'll, he'll prepare good works for you to do. He'll help you do his will. The the Christian life should be effortless. If we're doing it right, we're just walking with God every day, walking with his son, walking through through the Holy Spirit, walking with us and through us to do his will, to be a blessing, to, to just be a blessing through Jesus. Amen. Love you. Love you. Can't get enough of you. Next time we get back to this, we're going to be in Proverbs, and that's going to take forever because I'm going to probably do two verses at a time in Proverbs. Proverbs will blow your mind. I love Proverbs. I'm looking so forward to Proverbs. Love you. Love you. Can't get enough of you. I'm just under 25. Tried to keep it as short as possible, but I wanted to finish this beautiful. Amen. Hebrews done. God done. Love you. Love you.